You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. So now to give you a summary of this trench strategy, is that the Prophet strategically camped in an area northwest of Medina because that was the area where Medina was vulnerable to attacks from the enemy. As for the other sides, you know, around Medina, there were natural barriers like, you know, mountain ranges or homes that were constructed. So the enemies could not really strike from there. They could only strike from the northern side. And that's where the Prophet asked his companions to go and dig a trench. Now, by doing that, the trench served the purpose of completely protecting Medina. So on the northern side, you have the trench, they can't come. And then you have mountains and homes from the southern side and the eastern sides. So this was a beautiful strategy to fortify Medina, to block the enemies from, you know, invading. Now what happened to the women and the children inside the city? Some reports indicate that the Prophet asked the women and the children inside the city to go to the fort of Bani Haritha. Bani Haritha in Medina, in one of the neighborhoods of Medina, they had a fort, a fortified building. The Prophet said to the women and the children, go there. Now the Prophet knew the enemy is not going to make it inside the city, right? But why did he have the women and children go into that fort? See? By keeping them in a safer place that makes it less likely for the enemies to reach them, this strengthened the morale of the fighters of the Muslim army. When you know that your wife and children are in a safe place, you fight stronger. But if you know that your wife and children are in the city and the enemy can get to them, you're distracted. You can't focus. So this was a beautiful strategy to make the Muslims stay focused during the battle of Ahzab and to you know, work hard because they knew that their families were safe. By the way, there's one interesting uh, report that says the following, that when the Jews of Banu Quraidha, we'll talk about that more in the upcoming classes, when they broke the treaty with the Prophet, you know they had a treaty that they would not conspire with the enemy, while they broke that treaty they committed treason and they conspired with the pagan Arabs to make a surprise attack on Medina. So when they broke their treaty, they sent a Jewish spy to see what's going on in that fort where the women and children were hiding. Like, give us news, who's there? Who's protecting them? Safiya bint Abdul Muttalib, she's the aunt of the Prophet, Ammat al-Rasul sallallahu alayhi She spotted him. She saw this Jewish man who came and he's like monitoring. So she took an iron rod in her hands, look at her courage, because she knew this guy's going to give sensitive info about the fort, maybe they'll come and kill them. So she went to this man and she made a surprise attack on the spy, she struck him on his head and she killed him. <laughs> when this happened, the Jews were informed that this guy, one of your guys who went there, he just got killed. So they thought that there were men guarding the fort, it did not occur to them 
that a woman came and struck them. So they're like, Lee, let's leave this fort area. It, it looks like it's fortified with Muslim men. Let's not mess. It's not worth it. So by doing that, you know, the women and children, they were protected. The Jews, they decided not to make an attack on that fort. So this has been mentioned in some, um, you know, of our sources. Now as the Mu'mineen, the believers, the believing Muslims at the event of the trench, they were digging day and night. The hypocrites didn't want to dig because they're hypocrites. They don't believe in the message of the Prophet. Why should they dig? So they failed to do their work and they came up with various excuses and they would go back home. The believers would be digging, but the hypocrites would go home to their families and get some rest. But the believers, they really put themselves to difficulty. Sometimes like three days just straight, trying to dig before the enemy arrives because it's serious. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals verses 62 and 63 of Surah An-Nur to condemn the hypocrites. You hypocrites, you run away, you don't want to work. Allah says the believers who are working round the clock digging the trench, if they really need to go run an errand or they need to go for an urgent matter to their families, they come to the Prophet, they would they would seek permission. Because the Prophet told them, you stay here and dig this area. A believer sticks to the instruction of the Prophet. If he really had to go back into the city to his uh, family, the believers would come and they would say, Ya Rasulullah, I need to go for an hour get something urgent and come back. Is that okay? See, they would seek permission from the Prophet because they had respect for him as the commander and as the Prophet. Then the Quran, the Quran praises them. Those who come seeking your permission, they're the believers. They believe in God. Allah tells the Prophet, if they come seeking permission to go do a few things, it's okay, let them go. Ask Allah to forgive them in Allah Ghafoorul Rahim. So the hypocrites, they would not seek the permission of the Prophet. Suddenly you just see them disappear and abandoning their posts, not digging the trench as they were told to by the Prophet Or they would go there by the trench, they would dig lazily. They act as if they were digging. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala condemned them. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals verse 63 of Surah An-Nur to condemn the hypocrites. Allah certainly knows those who slip away. Like the hypocrites, nobody's watching me, Yalla, let me go back to the city. Hiding behind others or not doing their job. Like somebody, he's digging, he's a mu'min, he stands behind him so they don't see him. Allah says, I can see you. So let those who disobey beware by disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that an affliction may befall them or a adab alim, a very painful torment will strike them. So we see this contrast between the true believers at Khandaq and the hypocrites. The true believers will really working like to the point of exhaustion because they really want to save Islam. The hypocrites, no, they did not want that. 